taken i am the movie moron himself and uh this is the movie moron podcast and we are recording this on uh sunday afternoon and so all mothers we wish you a very happy mother's day i really thought you were gonna say a very merry christmas (laughs) and a very merry christmas i mean we don't want to we don't want to cut we don't know when you're listening to this so if you're listening to this on christmas merry christmas also i don't know why you're you're listening to this on Christmas, but thank you. It's a little late to the party. <laughs> uh, but yes, I am your host, uh, Easton, and uh, with us, as always, is the practical co-host himself, Trevor Landreth. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't even I, do I, any I was of this. Say that's what I was waiting I'm on. I'm going crazy. Yeah, he's got some sound. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles, Miles Davis. Davis. Oh, that was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go. And then sitting next to him uh, is a longtime friend of mine uh, and semi-listener of the podcast um, and huge movie watcher. Way to call him out. Jeez. (laughs) But uh, apparently a lot bigger of a uh, movie guy than I realized as he's now an AMC A-lister and texting me all the time about all the new movies. So we have a lot of discourse. So I said, why not just come on the podcast? Austin Lockwood. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an IQ of 48 and I'm what some people call mentally retarded. Wow. I expected no less. <laughs> yeah, old high school friend. I can't go easy on him on the first Rude. time. <laughs> um, but for all of you waiting for what I was going to play uh, for myself. Uh, Why don't you go on a diet? Because I like to eat. Is that such a crime? No, it's not. I love food. And we're about to go eat Old Chicago after this. So Woo-hoo! Old Chicago, get on that sponsorship. We'll, uh, I was going to say, yeah. AMC and Old Chicago would be our ideal oh, sponsorships. We don't even need money, just free pe- pretzel bites. Just <laughs> Yeah, just free, just free pretzel bites, um, free movie tickets, yeah. uh, free drinks so we can get plastered in your movie theater. Ugh. And then... Come home and record a podcast plastered. That's great. It's exactly the content everyone wants. What? Who does that? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> 
yeah, at twelve thirty in the morning is when you watch this movie. It is. I did, but I will say I did stay awake the entire time because I had a full meal and an energy drink before I went in to nice. watch it. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, Austin, this is your first time on the podcast, so we have to do our normal first guest uh, interrogation. Litmus. Yeah. I was going to say litmus test, but interrogation is probably a better word for it. So there you go. Thank you, practical co-host, for helping me out litmus there. Litmus test is like to determine if someone's a good person or not, isn't it? Or determine Ex- if someone's an AI? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> so what are some of your uh, your favorite movies? Uh, and then give us some of your least favorite movies so our audience knows uh, if they should agree with your opinions on this movie. So I'd say my top favorites would definitely be The Godfather. Woo! And pre- one and two, of course. Boom. And, and, oh. <laughs> Looks like, listen, uh, it's two to one now. You're in the, you're in the, uh, you're in the. I'm used to being in the minority as a straight white male. <laughs> that was a meme. I see that was, that was a meme, guys. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, God, there's just so many. Like, I want to say Star Wars, but, you know, just the whole thing. I, if it's anything Star Wars, I the universe I, in general. Yeah. It's just all of that content's great. I we we became good friends in high school. One, we played football together, but I think our love for Star Wars was that's probably what really it off. yeah. That's what we connected with because I mean we had a hundred teammates and all those guys were lame because they were like, "Ooh, Star Wars is nerdy," and then we're like, "Hell yeah, it's nerdy and amazing!" And so that's why we started hanging out and then we played video games and shit together. Uh, but okay, so Star Wars and. And the then uh, a newer Godfather. one would probably be Drive My Car. Yes. Definitely like one of the best indie films that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he got real mad at my uh, I, three and a I half saw. review. It was exciting. Yeah, like I will get into a fight over Drive My Car and The Godfather. Yeah. We also got into a fight over Gone with the Wind, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> Twitter beef. Oh, yeah. I rem- yeah uh, <laughs> that is a whole different beast. <laughs> yeah. I uh, say, yeah, talking about least favorite films, Gone with the Wind. Most and that's because of the historical context, right? It's also a bad film. I don't like Gone with the Wind, so I'm with you on that. Like, I've only watched it once. I fell asleep. It was so boring, and woke up and like, I'm maybe I missed something important. But as a romance fan myself, I did not buy any of it, and did I, not like. Yeah, Gone any with of the it. Wind is a perfect example of how far we have come in terms of the cinema movie industry. That. That was the biggest movie in the history of film, like relative to its time. Yeah. It's garbage. Now I'm in the minority. Good. But we're all Casablanca fans? Woo! Haven't seen it. Ah! That, I have a that's I have a, a that's a great old romance. It is. That's the good one. That's the one. Yeah, I have a and lot of catching up to do when it, it comes to the older films. It's got that's HBO okay. Max. It's where it's yeah. at, man. And it's a it's got like you're gonna hear so many quotes that you you've heard throughout your life and be like, Oh, that's where this comes from. <laughs> yeah. And it's just such a sly movie. I've I've Humphrey never Bargart's just a, a man. I've never made this connection, but I wonder if like James Bond is kind of like kind of based off that old yeah bit. he's got that like just slyness and yeah and, that kind of like devil may care kind of attitude yeah, yeah i would see and the yeah, suit, yeah the white suit mm-hmm. yeah i want to rewatch casablanca so i haven't seen you it in a know. few years maybe but. that's what oh, we could watch it tomorrow <laughs> as movie monday For movie monday maybe oh yeah all you listening i've been doing movie monday where i watch anywhere anywhere from three to four movies on monday um and i encourage you to good god 
It's great. Although I know a lot of you guys work on Mondays. I fortunately have Mondays off um, so that I can work for 10 hour days, Tuesday through Friday. But um, watch a movie on Monday. It's a cool little slogan. So uh, watch Movie Monday with us. We've been going through the Studio Ghibli movies. Mm -hmm. The last one we saw was uh, the one with the cat. Oh, yeah. The cat returned. What? No, the cat no. returns this is the second one. It's like, a whisper in the heart. Whisper of the heart. Yeah, yeah. whisper. Of the that heart. was the last one we saw. We saw Ponyo before that. What? It just it, every time Studio Ghibli films are brought up, it just reminds me how little I know about them. Oh, well, we're going through all of them, and we I showed him like what I first watched, which was uh, Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle, Castle, and then we're watching which was some fantastic. of fantastic. Yeah, now we're watching some of the like. I've seen them all, so I'm watching kind of like the smaller, like not smaller ones, because there's like some really small Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. stuff. But the stuff that's like, I think there's two tiers of Studio Ghibli, and so we're kind of watching that second tier right now, well, so that we can end on like the great stuff. Yeah, which you had, uh, you actually watched Spirit Away, no Princess Mononoke, Princess Mononoke in, the theater. in theaters yeah. because it was just there, and so he watched in Japanese, which was cool. So oh, he wow. watched like the best of the best mm. in theaters, which I. Unfortunately, wasn't able to do, which I was a little pissed off about. But I, I guess I can at least say that, like, I can differentiate between like the great ones, like *Howl's Moving Castle*, *Spirited Away*, and *Princess Mononoke*. Like, if you show me a shot from one of those films, I could tell what it is. Yeah, I can at least say I know that much. Well, gotcha. and like, so you're saying you need to watch some more Studio Ghibli? Yeah, like *Ponyo*, the Kiki's Delivery Service, or whatever it's called. Isn't that Ghibli? I can't remember. It is, but you yeah. can skip that one. I like. I'll get Kiki's hate for that. I but. like Kiki's Delivery Service. I always heard good things about it. Yeah, yeah, it's but fun. the girl's cute. What more do you want? <laughs> well, she's also like twelve, Austin. Let's let's be a little. It... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's like, well, I saw it when I was first twelve, so at the time it was <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, but I think like how's maybe those three that you said, but then there's also like. My favorite is Porco Rosso. Anyways, this is uh, Studio Ghibli review. Yeah, not, we're, we're, uh, the derailing, movie. derailing. Yeah, we've already <laughs> talked about anime for about 20 minutes before we started rolling. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of Austin's... What did you say your least favorite was? I guess you just said Gone with the Wind. Give me another one. Just a movie that you hate. I mean, we just went, we went and saw... Memoria. Memoria. I know. You can't count that one, though. <laughs> it's so... Oh. I, if anybody wants to watch a movie where you can just take a nap through it and feel like you've watched the entire thing... Look up Memoria. <laughs> it's the perfect film to fall asleep to because I almost did 10 times. I really hope that Tallgrass Film Festival is not listening to this. We thank you for the opportunity no, no, of watching the Do not movie. get me wrong. And we- Independent movie theaters, I do not blame you for the films that you have to push out. Not have to. They decide to, but... You know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. We thank you for the opportunity. This one just fell flat for Austin and kind of me, but Trevor really liked it. So I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And they I, gave us cool little film things. They did do that. That was yeah. pretty dope. But in terms of uh, like films that didn't just I didn't just see today, my man. I don't know. I, there's usually not my too man. many. What you got to put that mic to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because usually I only go to a movie if I think I'm gonna like it. Oh, okay. I, I don't take a lot of shots in the dark. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is that that's me embodied. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to go. And if I get a shit on it, then I'm going to shit on it. But like more than like, I enjoy 80% of the movies I watch. So, you know what? Uh, Wonder Woman 84 or whatever. Hell it's okay. Called. That's fair. There okay. you go. Good. Okay. That's yeah. a good take. There we go. We stand <laughs> against Wonder Woman 84 because it was so bad. And I love Pedro. And that was such a bad movie. I love Gal. 
but thank you yeah for real and thank you so much for unbearable weight of massive talent for <laughs> bringing oh, for us bringing back Pedro Pascal. I know he's in the Mandalorian. He's great in that, and he's okay in the prospect or prospect, whatever that one was called. But he was fantastic. Easily his best role he's ever done, and I yeah. loved the Mandalorian. Yeah, I yeah. think I did. I text that to you, or did I tweet it? And you were like, you watched it, and you're like, that is. Oh, it was in my review. I think so. You I, text me, and you were like, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, that's his best movie, and I was like. Thank you. It is. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so the movie we're doing for this week, 20 minutes into the podcast, is um, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Good, I got it on the first try. Go me. Um, So, yeah, this is the, uh, I don't know, 78th uh, Marvel movie of the year. Um, No, I think it's like 30, it's in the 30s of Marvel movies chronologically. Mm. Uh, Doctor Strange is technically only second movie mm. even though he's been in like the last eight right yeah but i mean that's kind of the way marvel movies go now they're always everyone's in all it's of them crossover, and yeah. everyone loves benedict cumberbatch right now so i think they're just trying to capitalize on that's his fair. like love yeah and so he's in like everything right now mm-hmm. but so yeah we're uh we're gonna be reviewing that um so we'll just go into no spoilers uh so if you guys haven't watched it yet Uh-oh. we're not going to spoil anything at first and then we'll go into spoilers uh a little bit later so uh just general thoughts thing like uh things you liked about the movie if you if you thought it was good bad mediocre um and yeah things you liked without actually getting into the plot of it uh any of you two can go first well just to, uh, just to clarify things so i already know how easton feels about marvel movies i was gonna say yeah what's your wh- where do you stand on the marvel machine i am not a fanboy by any means but i have mm. seen like most of them liking them is not the same as being a fanboy okay no no i i agree but he like, has he will at least critique them like i try to be extremely fair with marvel movies like he didn't like shang chi i thought it was exactly what i would want from a shang chi yeah. film so like I don't know. To me, most Marvel films are objectively okay, and to me, that's There's a formula that like, they, they're good at following. Like, that's all I need from a film. Is like, it's not like I'm going to be spending ten hours watching these Marvel films. Right, right. Like, it's not a huge uh, investment. Yeah. So I, I'm not that upset if it's just okay. Yeah, sure. And I don't get tired of them too much because you know, to me, a like a six month gap between films like that's a long time for me. I have a short attention span. <laughs> is it six months? Yeah, they're before it's something like that. Pre COVID, they were mean. pumping out two a year. It really feels like every four months. Oh, yeah. honestly, well, it could now be, with like all the I, TV shows and stuff. Yeah, I, I did tweet that out. I tweeted out that it does feel like um, the with, Marvel talk never stops. Yeah, because the TV shows because they're coming out with a TV show. Like, there's maybe a month between when one series ends to another one starts, and so like, and the episodes drop every week, and so like. Everyone on Twitter is always talking about, and I do kind of live on Twitter, even though I don't tweet a lot. I'm on it a lot because I like hearing news. I like hearing what people talk about, unless it's Marvel 24-7. Like, I don't <laughs> mind Marvel talk. Like, I, I used to like it quite a bit yeah. because it was just like when a movie was about to come up, there'd be a lot of hype, and then people would, like, generally people would like it, and there's, there would usually be a discourse on, like, like, my favorite Marvel discussion was always the Civil War yeah. Team Cap versus mm. Team Iron Man. Even though if you're Team Iron Man, I think you're uh, insane. But okay, you, no, okay, okay, whatever. Uh-huh. That's fine. Are you guys both Team Iron Man? I'm Team. How Iron How can Man. you possibly be Team Cap? Yeah, I know for what, sure. Uh-huh. You know what's funny? I uh, uh, I was reading a tweet that had a 
256,000 likes or whatever. They said, if you're Team Cap, I don't understand you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the replies, it literally said, are you serious? Not even Team Iron Man stayed Team Iron Man. <laughs> they Not do- a single hey. Marvel character continued to be Team Iron Man after that movie. They all turned Team Cap. Yeah, and it's none called, the, none it's called them, being wrong. None of them, <laughs> none of them allowed the government to restrict what they were doing because they realized that they couldn't function if the government was trying to control them, and that more people would die if they allowed the government to say whether or not they could go in and save people's lives. Eh. Yeah. I just like Tony Stark. That's I, basically it. I like Iron Man, see, Captain America. So there's no moral reason. It's just Listen, Tony Stark's. The epic day I stand on awesome. moral reason is the day I die. Oh so. well, that's all I stand on. <laughs> now I I like Iron Man and I like Cap. Cap has always been my favorite Marvel character in general. Um, uh, so maybe that's my patriotism. You but got some yeah, golden retriever energy, don't you? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I I have always like Iron Man's what started. Marvel. I mean, that yeah. first Iron Man movie was fantastic, and yeah. I loved his whole arc mm-hmm. throughout that. And I like his arc through all of the movies, but I was... I, I just feel like we need to get back on track. The whole point, I even brought this stuff up like, <laughs> to ask Trevor, like, do you consider yourself, like, if not a fan, but you are you enjoy at least some Marvel movies? Me? Yeah. Uh, not... I used to be a fan, but since Endgame, I've I've dropped off the bus a little bit. There are a couple shining spots. Shang-Chi and then this one. He shat all over No Way Home, just to let you well, know. I'm, not, I'm just going to block that part out. I, I mean, I'm willing to see again. I'm willing to admit that like a huge part of why I like No Way Home is it just has uh, Toby Parker Toby, and Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. And, uh, I know that Peter Parker and Toby Maguire are basically <laughs> the same person now. But Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. It's yeah, literally like that's that's who he is to me now. He's Spider Man. That's Peter right. Parker. Yeah. But yeah, like that's at least eighty percent of why I love that film. Yeah. But see, I'm not afraid to just admit that. Yeah, well, that's good. I appreciate that. <laughs> now we don't have to fight. Well, <laughs> just in I'm case playing. I wasn't uh, clear. Or if you haven't read all of my tweets over the past two years, I am not a Marvel standboy, fanboy at all. And I absolutely. Or a standboy. Or a standboy. I absolutely hate Marvel fanboys because I really like the franchise, but people can't take any criticism or they think everything that comes out is just fantastic no matter what. I, the and thing- the only exceptions of that have been Black Widow. No, sorry, we'll start from the beginning. Thor 2, um, uh, Iron Man 3, uh, Black Widow, and Eternals. Those are the only movies that Marvel fanboys will say are bad movies, and they think all the other ones are gold. And every single one, one every time one comes out, they're like praising it as the best movie of the year, and like they say it's the greatest thing ever. All because it shows two people from a different universe that you wanted to see. Yeah. And I just I can't stand I cannot stand it. A movie should not be loved because of its random cameos. Yeah. Well, and the thing that kind of got me off off board with it was when the TV shows came out, Loki and WandaVision, which I watched. I watched WandaVision, Loki and and uh Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I watched all of those ones as they you came out. What if too, right? I'd, yeah, and then yeah. watched What If. Um I but what was making me upset was on Letterbox before the show would even start, 
or when episode one would happen, oh. five mm-hmm. stars, no matter what. And people's reasoning, like for Loki, was like, Tom Hiddleston yep, is a hot just, guy. <laughs> and like, that's why. And so that's the stuff that kind of got me turned off to. Yeah. I think it's that, also just that's m- actually what makes it easier for me. Because um, one of the things that like really turned me off of Star Wars for a little while with the sequel films was because once the sequel films came out, I would spend like months in Star Wars communities arguing with people and watching, like seeing all these people who just clearly didn't see what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And it made me like hate Star Wars. St- Star the- Wars is Star Wars is the exact opposite of Marvel. Star Wars is the most like toxic fan base <laughs> in the world. As in everyone has like their very distinct opinions. And if you don't think that way, you are wrong, but there's a bunch of different opinions. Marvel is the worst fan base because they have such a large amount of people that don't watch anything but Marvel. And so they think uh, everything that comes out is the greatest thing in movie history. Or they're like, oh, this is the greatest movie in the world because it's the best Marvel movie. And that's what, like, there's two different types of fan bases. Like, Star Wars is, like, I love Star Wars. I like having discussions about Star Wars because I think it's a lot of fun. I like discourse. I like having arguments. One reason why I started the podcast, I like talking about movies and stuff. So I don't mind that Star Wars thing. But, like, Marvel's a completely different where, like, you have to think this way. And if you don't, you're, like, hated on for... and that's kind of what I'm talking about, though, is, like, I like discourse, mm. but there's a difference between discourse and a flame war. Yeah. And I actually think Star Wars is a lot like that, where if you don't like the sequels, there is a huge faction of Star Wars fans that think that you are just the biggest idiot. Dumb. Yeah, that, that, yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying, is, like, they, like, they're the most toxic fan base. And there's like three distinct fans. There's the sequel fans, there's the OT fans, and there's the prequel fans. And they all fight each other. And then there's like a small group of people that are like, I just like Star Wars and I like them all. They're all good. Mm -hmm. And like, that's not me either. I'm a a six movies. I like like the six movies and I like like some of the new projects, but I don't like all of them. Yeah. But But they they are super toxic. But my my point was that I like that whole stuff pushed me away from the Star Wars stuff yeah. for a while until Mandalorian came out and I was able to like just dive into it again. But with Marvel, I don't really notice any of this like this hate like for like people shitting on the multiverse of madness, what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> like I don't follow those communities, so mm. I don't see people talking about it twenty four seven. Gotcha. So it's a lot easier for me. To watch a movie, go like four months, not have to look at a single thing about Marvel, go to the next uh, show or movie, and I get to just enjoy that. And I don't have it just shoved in my face as much as I did with Star Wars and the sequels when I was in that whole thing. Yeah. I, uh, I love so much that on Twitter, I didn't see a single tweet that was like, the MCU is back on course. We're on the right direction. Are you kidding me? I, I didn't see anything. <laughs> what I did see, though, was people were like, Sam Raimi is the GOAT. Yes. Yeah, that's what I yeah. was saying. Yeah. And I, uh, and I, I, I was like, loved that. Uh, <sighs> fuck no. Because it, 
I'm sorry, I I didn't like that because it, this didn't feel that much different than every other Marvel movie. I, so Sam Raimi didn't bring that much to the table. Yeah, it was and not you can, a revolutionary. And you can no. say the movie oh. is decent, but like just because. <sighs> okay, let's what? talk about general thoughts then. Uh, we are. Oh, are we? I guess I mean, we are kind now. Of. I, I never felt like we actually got to that threshold. General thoughts. Uh, anyway, yeah. Here we go. Uh, uh no, I th- yes, I agree with you that it it is. I felt like. This is so. This is like a, a sphere, right? This movie is a sphere, and the the like outer surface of the sphere is the MCU. It's it's the Marvel studio. That's like we have to see these characters. They have to do this thing. We have to be at this point by the show. By the time the movie ends, this thing has to happen. But then Sam Raimi is inside, and he's like punching the surface. And then every once in a while, he'll punch a hole in it, and we'll see one thing that happens that is not like a Marvel trope. And then that hole gets fixed right back up, and then we're back to the nice little MCU thing, and then another punch happens, and then we get to see another Sam Raimi thing, and then it gets patched back up again, and then we keep on going. So yes, this movie is a is a fairly mid Marvel movie, just like the rest of them so far. But it's those little nuggets of the Sam Raimi that's in it that I really enjoyed. I think I think I know specific instances of what you're talking about. Exactly. But I think we I think we're going to disagree on specifically like if those things are good or not. Okay, that's fine. That's that's my problem. It's like okay, there's a few things that make it a little bit different, but like that's like saying, like Taika 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 Waititi. He has specific things in his Marvel mm-hmm. movies that make the thing feel like his movie. That doesn't mean that it's a good movie. That just means mm-hmm. that he has things that are outside of the like corporate produced movie like black widow and eternals and well eternals had a lot of stuff that was very chloe so i don't want to group that into it whether you think you mean very Zack snyder no i mean chloe because i stand chloe and how dare you who's chloe i haven't seen an interview that she took eric icarus's design off of uh zach snyder's man of steel yeah so who's chloe chloe she's she's the the director director. Uh, she's directed a few movies that i I enjoy. I can look it up uh, here in a moment, but um, yeah, I just don't think that means it's good. And I also That's think, fair. like Marvel has stated, they don't have a direction right now. No, for the first three phases of Marvel, they had a direction. Was, yes, right now they don't. Mm-hmm. They're trying to fix that, but they don't have a direction. And so a lot of that stuff where it feels like Sam Raimi punching out of this sphere, I think may just be they aren't going to limit what Sam Raimi does because there isn't a clear. Like I think you they can, did limit you on can, some stuff. You can fuck up Scarlet Witch's character because. Because you're spoil, not going anywhere with it. I don't want to spoil yeah. too much on that, but like sure. you can do whatever you want with this character because we don't have a vision for it. So like we can write our vision off of what you do. So he had the most freedom of maybe any Marvel movie ever, mm-hmm. and still made a mid movie. Tell that that right there tells you exactly how un amazing Sam Raimi is. I, I'm sorry, I, I like I, Epi- Star Wars or Star Wars Spider Man one and two, but I think we're. We'll talk about more in spoilers. The the okay, the big the big thing. There's obviously spoilers in this movie regarding actors, which we all I mean, you guys nod your heads or something if you know what the scene I'm talking about. Yeah? Okay, great. Think, oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I that that's not him. I that's, hate I hated that. That's scene, the marvelness of it. 
That's the stuff I didn't care for. What I did like was the tilted camera angles. I liked the creepiness of things that were happening. I liked other stuff about that. What I will have to say is I do think Sam Raimi tried to make the movie a little bit like uh, harder than Marvel is mm-hmm. used to, and Marvel pulled it back. So okay. I, I, I don't want to blame Rami. I'm not blaming Rami for everything. I do still think Marvel is the reason why Marvel does not make great movies. They, they make agree. they make good movies. Yes. But they will never make a great movie because they have they, to keep it contained within like it can't exactly. stray too far away. Yes. So I don't want to blame Rami in, in general. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to say is everyone is uh, metaphorically essing his D. And I don't think that's a good <laughs> thing because like he didn't bring this unlike this masterpiece of a movie and directing into the Marvel universe. He just like had his own little touch to the same formula. Like he didn't even make a top five Marvel movie in my opinion. I don't think so either. I think he did. We'll do a Marvel ranking at the very end. How about that? I would love to do that if I had my phone, which is being used for your camera. I will turn the computer around and have all the Marvel movies showing up for everyone. But I have my ranking on my letterbox. Well then, I can. Is it on your? Uh... I'm just being, I'm just being dumb. <laughs> we'll we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> okay. But uh, one other thing that's like a general thing, and it's kind of about how like Raimi's style, and how it's so different from all like the Marvel formula. This is the first movie that really made me feel like a grandpa when it came to the, like the age rating of this film. Yeah. Like I was alarmed at some of the stuff that they were showing in this Marvel movie. Really? Like, cause I was not expecting it at oh, all. Oh, sure, sure. Like, I don't follow directors, so I don't know specific styles or like yeah, what to yeah. look for. He did the Evil Dead 1 and 2. Never saw them. Okay. But, but those are still, horror movies. Yeah. So. yeah, so it makes more sense okay. now. But like, there were some of those things, I didn't understand how that was supposed to be a PG-13 film. Oh, yeah. Like, are you, it's, what? There's some, terror, some of these there's things, some are really you kidding me? Stuff, yeah. If I was a kid, I would have been traumatized. Right? No, that this stuff. is, Easily PG thirteen. No, it's easily. No, don't. We'll get into I specifics because I, 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 we can argue then about like what the rating system should qualify as. Maybe maybe there needs to be like a rated M movie category now because we need to go go the games have been doing it right. We need to get, switch to <laughs> E T and M. I, <laughs> uh, I, as far as like characters go, um. I wasn't like I mean the only one I like Doctor Strange and I like Benedict Cumberbatch so I thought he was I thought he was fine and I don't necessarily I mean we we Easton kind of alluded to it I didn't totally care for the direction they went with uh, Scarlet Witch um, did we all see WandaVision are we yes did we all see yes. that yes okay cool I didn't watch much of the other TV shows but I did see WandaVision well WandaVision's I was really hoping they were going to put more what if stuff in this and then they didn't. Because if it there's one like thing Marvel a, is good at, that's such a missed opportunity. I haven't even seen what ifs, but even I could tell it's like, yeah, for real. They, like, come on. Well, and I thought that's what that was. They were doing. Well, it was supposed to be WandaVision in the original timeline. WandaVision was supposed to release, and then the, it was like the last episode we released, and then two weeks later, Doctor Strange will come out, and then COVID happened, and so that was all blown to crap. But uh, then, but yeah, but then what if happened, and. What if, which is a multiverse premise, and then having this. I mean, hell, we have like three different series that deal with multiverse stuff. Yeah, for real. And so there was this huge opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I guess they, eh, 
this I'll continue that more. <laughs> yeah. Music was fine. I mean, it's Marvel music. Um, I don't. I didn't look up the composer. No, I didn't think it's it not was John Williams. Wasn't nearly as good as yeah. Michael Giacchino. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I do. It is a little bit of a horror movie, but it's not like everyone was telling me like be prepped for horror, and it's really only the last part. And even then, it's not really that insanely mm-hmm. horror. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that I call it horror. It's more just gross. Yeah, it's and it's a little. Uh, I like the word you use, traumatizing. But there's, uh, it's a little disturbing. That's what it is. It's a there's a there's a little disturbing stuff toward the end. But no, I actually went in very skeptical. My the first half hour, the di- some of the dialogue and the way it was delivered, and then some of the stuff that was happening, I was kind of rolling my eyes and like, okay, like, what is this? <laughs> But then I actually did get more into it as it went. I was pleasantly overall. I was pleasantly surprised with this. I I thought it was going to be. I was excited for it, but like in my heart of hearts, I knew in in the deck of the cards or the heart of the heart of the cards, I knew <laughs> it was going to be. Uh, I thought it was going to be not great, but I ultimately enjoyed my time. And you were surprised. Yeah, I was. Heck, you know what? I would go see it again. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Yeah. But that like I would have to have somebody like say, "Hey, let's go watch this movie." I would not volunteer to like I think I would yeah, yeah. And I think I would go just to like be a little more relaxed and not quite have like critic mind on, I guess. Mm. I I can't turn that off sometimes now. Yeah. And uh that's probably a detriment to some movies, like bad movies where you're just critiquing all the bad stuff yeah. in it like it, this. That that is literally what ruined the Last Jedi for me. Oh, really? Straight <laughs> up. It's it's so hard to watch the Jedi without critiquing so much of it because you can't shut off your brain because there's stuff that's so atrocious in that movie. And, and that was the thing is the first time I watched that movie, we'll, be, we'll keep it quick. But uh, I loved the Last Jedi the first time I watched it because I was so like blinded by like just like Luke being back and all that stuff like it, all these epic set pieces and things. But as soon as I saw it a second time and I was calmed down, it all fell apart. Oh, no. That's funny because the first time I watched Last Jedi was the only time I walked out from watching a Star Wars movie and was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And Mm -hmm. then as I watched it again, I was talking myself into liking it because it was was like, okay, but these are really cool things. And then I was like, then like my actual brain started thinking about the Star Wars universe and all that it was like implying and everything. I was like... And then I was like, okay, this, I, like, I talked myself into liking this. Mm. This, like, there's so much bad in this. There's a couple, there's a, some good. There is some good. Like, there's some, like, some of the best scenes in Star Wars are in that movie. But also, well, Rise of Skywalker did come out, so that has all the worst scenes in Star Wars. But <laughs> The Last Jedi has some of the worst scenes in Star Wars as well. And some of the biggest plot, like, the worst plot points in all of Star Wars as well. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's the the last of that but yeah i don't know how watching this again would i don't know if it'll make it better or worse i assume it'd make it worse in my opinion i think that's for me that's kind of why i don't really want to watch it like by myself because i don't i don't get the feeling that i'll like gain anything extra from watching this one like there's a lot of films where i feel like if i go and watch it again like i'll gain something like that i didn't notice before sure but i didn't obviously there's a lot of stuff so i could have missed something yeah 
Well, and this these I mean Marvel movies are purely entertainment. That's all they are. You go and they're just entertained to watch. And that's why I would want to go see it again. It's because I would want to go because I thought some stuff was cool and I would like to just turn my brain off and just watch this and just enjoy it. And I think that it just, I just had no expectations for this film to begin with. I, ever since Endgame, the only film that I had any expectations for in this universe was Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. Did not care at all <laughs> about any of the other stuff. If they were good, it was just gravy. Yeah. I had Trevor telling me that he was super excited for this movie, so that made me less excited for it. And then I also saw all of Twitter saying that this was like the best movie since No Way Home, even though it's the next movie since No Way Home. In the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and it's still, yeah, it did not meet my, it, I don't know. I don't even know if it met my low expectations. We'll put it that way. Well, it go. may have met my low expectations, but. I, I feel like for you, it's more a combination, like, it was a, based around this, like, content that you already didn't really, like, enjoy with WandaVision and stuff. I liked WandaVision. Oh, I, th- I thought you didn't like it very much. No, I, di- I did like WandaVision because I thought it was a cool, that was a different uh, like, idea. I guess. I guess it was like one of the more unique ones. Yeah, and so it got a li- it it dragged a little bit, but I still did enjoy it. Uh, it was more just the, the Doctor Strange has just been in too much, and just mm-hmm. like Spider Man, Tom Holland had just been in too much, in too many movies. Like he's always like, in all the Infinity War and Endgame and Civil War, he was always like, even though he's one of the second or third or fourth character like everyone's just there for like because he's awesome (laughs) i guess uh tristan's not joining us for the podcast but she did want me to say that thing that she noticed was every single like when wanda showed up the whole theater was like oh wanda's here oh that's wanda oh that's wanda and like they were surprised yes (laughs) yes she's on the poster I know. She's literally on the post. I don't like, know if the they were main su- person. She's in like every yeah. promotional piece. I know. I don't know if they were surprised or if they were just excited because they all watched WandaVision. They like wanted I, to feel like I, they, they knew something like, mm, like, right. oh yeah, I'm a Marvel person because like that, <laughs> this is a blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I also got a, really blah. annoyed. I wish I was capable enough to actually care about Scarlet Witch appearing in that film. I think people like think she's some like quaint like you know we have the she's a very i mean female right, empowering exactly. ever like it's it's yeah. like ooh, go queen like it that's she, her she's I, she doesn't want it i'm sure but she has been the embodiment of like female empowerment because she's supposed like all women want her and like need her to be the strongest avenger and yeah. marvel person in yeah. the universe and even after this movie comes out, which I won't spoil anything, I almost did, but they still were like, oh, this just cements the fact that she is the strongest Avenger. She's the strongest person oh, in really? all of Marvel. Yes. What I've seen is people that are severely upset, where they're like, this completely ruins WandaVision. Yes. This, no, yeah. no. There, there's that side where like people are saying that it ruins like her character as like her arc, and she's doing uncharacteristic things. Mm. In this movie, but then when it comes to her power what? level, when you don't have a direction or a director, yeah, and weird things happen. Well, they have a director. Weird. He just made a solo movie. He didn't exactly. give a shit about anything else. <laughs> but um, like they, they think that they. A lot of people think that they kind of ruined her like character arc. Yeah. But then they also are like, but she's like this just proves she is the strongest person mm. in the Marvel universe. Guess what? No one cares. 
Like those yeah. are all those were, those well, were the worst arguments during the comic book days. They are the worst <laughs> arguments during these movies. Yeah. It was right? the same thing when Captain Marvel came out. Like mm-hmm. everything had to be about she's the strongest, she's yeah. the best, and like and it's at least at least uh oh crap I, the the actress's name um Elizabeth Olsen Elizabeth at least Elizabeth Olsen is a likable actress yeah and Brie Larson isn't so I'll at least I'll take the Scarlet Witch is the best and and stop and the so Captain clear, Marvel like, talk this talk of like about like not really liking the talk about how powerful Scarlet Witch and Captain Marvel is like it is not unique to Marvel and these two yeah, characters for oh, sure no. for sure we get the exact same stuff when it comes to like Superman and, and Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is all the time. Who's stronger, Anakin or Obi Wan? Because Anakin. I feel like that's a different matter though, because that's based on skill and not just oh, I have all the power in the world. Yeah, but yeah, the same thing happens in we, DC. We just almost went into another argument right there. <laughs> it just almost happened. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's this is what it's happens when Austin. The, it's Austin's first time on the podcast. He just wants to get into all the fights. fights. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't. Uh, do you guys have too much more you want to talk about before we get Not into right actual spoiler. spoilers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we can do our recommendations. That's usually what we do before we uh, go to spoilers. So you just have to say if you recommend watching Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, which I feel like this is going to be pretty obvious for everyone that's sitting in the circle. So, but yeah, do you recommend it, Trevor? Uh, maybe you're a Marvel fan. Absolutely. I think if you went and saw this on its own, it I think you'd be a little confused. Um, there's some lingo that gets thrown around that is kind of hard to catch up on, but yeah, I enjoy my time. I recommend it. I'd recommend it if you are a Marvel fan who likes Marvel films because you can go and watch it and have fun. If you don't put too much thought into it, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the same. Although if you're like pretty much everyone's a Marvel fan because obviously they make all the fucking money in theater now. But uh, if you want to watch a better movie, just go watch Everything Everywhere all at once. It's a better multiverse it movie, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. There's so much more depth to it. It has better action. It has better scenes. It has better dialogue. It has better comedy, even though that's what Marvel tries to cement themselves on. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's not a horror. But, I mean, I don't think this is a horror either. I think it just has scary moments. Yeah. But Marvel as a whole is too bright to be a horror movie. So. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as much as I'm crapping on it, I'm crapping on it because of all of the the high praise, and it doesn't deserve that much. That's it was fair. still decent. Yeah. I was thinking throughout the movie though, like this is not like that good. That was like a three star film, and people are treating it like a five star. Yes, that's that's the problem. Um, Austin kind of showed his cards there in his ratings. I was gonna but say, <laughs> it's all good. We do ratings at the end, my man. Oh, well, it's all good. We're we talking recommendations or ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're going to take uh, a short little break, quote unquote, and then we are going to get back with the spoiler part of the review. All right, and we are back. We're back. After that short little break. Um, so now we're getting into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, um, I, you probably aren't listening anyways because everyone's watched this movie apparently. <laughs> but we're getting into spoilers. So we can talk about all of the stuff that happened in this movie and give me your thoughts. All the good and the bad of the story. Go for it. What is the first thing you guys want to talk about? Story's real thin. I mean, get the book. You don't get much Wrong more. book. 
you don't get much more complicated and thin at the same time. Yeah. You want to move that whole stand closer to you? No, no, I just, the whole stand. <laughs> you can push mean. the, <laughs> you can push that arm down so it'll reach out farther to you. There we go. Yeah, like, like that. I yeah. let you go. Um, I can hear you now. Yeah, the uh, the story, the multiverse part of it is just. I don't think it's that good. No, it's not. And it's they like, only go it, to like three places. I mean, seriously, the multiverse and madness, and you only go to. Th- I mean, okay, yeah, technically you went to like a million of them in like five seconds. Yeah. But you only really went to three of them. Maybe you could even say two and a half. Yeah, right. Like, two and a half yeah. is a good number. And I think it's really funny that they like hint at a bunch of different like you, like crazy universes. Yeah. And they go to ones that are just like off tangents of each other. And yeah. I, right. I don't know if you two have thought of this, but I thought of it immediately as soon as I saw it. And I get that it's a nitpick. During that sequence of them going through all the different universes. Mm-hmm. They had a spot where they are in like a comic book style. Yeah, yeah. Can you already tell where I'm going with this? And the huge missed opportunity to at least have a little shout out to the Spider-Verse. Like, boom. It was right there. It was right Right there there in front of you. Or just legitimately just have a world where they're in a comic book style, which is cool. No, no, no. It. You can't give me Spider Verse. <laughs> you can't give me Spider Verse. I don't even care. Like, just have him like swing through and have them like in uh, the main style of Miles. Yeah, that's thing. fair. Yeah, like, well, you thought- are already going through the trouble of making a comic book style, and also the the style they went with way fucking worse than uh, what they are than the Spider Verse style. I think Sony owns that art, like that animation style, and Sony and MCU's relationship is like so. On and off again. For, it's weird. For me, I uh, Sarah was actually telling me, I don't remember what it, specifically it was, but um, to me, that's no excuse. <laughs> Disney and Marvel have all the money in the world. You're telling me they couldn't afford to splurge a little bit for a two-second animation? I mean, Disney I'm has, sure they could, but like, they have so, so much money. Sony they can still do has to say yes, but I feel like it, if, cool. if I was Sony, I would hop at any chance to connect, like further connect my films who the Marvel Cinematic Universe like they're just dumb yeah but and I I get I mean, it we it's just, just a saw with uh, Morbius Sony doesn't really know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> so. I guess it's true <laughs> well and yeah and I mean once they do get out of it yeah the weirdest thing they go to is what they made mention and they're like were we paint in one of those things yeah it's really hard to get out of that's the weirdest you could like, have come I mean, up with you, you kind of got out of it so you know yeah, it wasn't you, that hard you couldn't like. Make it to where you guys are like you couldn't have gone like full Rick and Morty and been like inside out or something like. And honestly, that. I yeah. I think my one of my least favorite like overall parts of this movie was America. Unfortunately, I like I, I thought agree. Her, I, I thought her character was okay. Yeah, and like it was not the actress's fault, but that is like the epitome of stereotypical comic book character. Oh yeah, I was just born with a power equal to a god. Yeah, right. and then. Oops, I and, and, they, I, I and they drove the whole entire movie like, OK, I go to this different universe. I can go talk to my other self to help me, which is a trope that I hated so much throughout the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But then like she like I'm the only one out of any multiverse, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because then that means that she's like like you said, she's godlike. She's some like she's uber special. For some reason, that is just not explained. Well, that also even. just fucks up the multiverse. The whole point of the multiverse is that. Ever, I think they fucked up how to deal with the a multiverse in general 
throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire movie. Like, sure. Because the fact that she isn't in him the whole time, like, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be she's a character that can travel between them so that, like, you can't have an infinite amount of them, but also, like, that's what the multiverse is. <laughs> right. If it was born in one universe, it would be born in another one. Yeah. And then, um, yes. Well, one of them, I'm. <laughs> The yes. multiverse is fucking up. Really I can't, got a 404 it, it's file a, not found yeah, going for on real, For real. <laughs> I feel like it, it. This the way they handle the multiverse in this movie, like it's extra bad because it kind of like, to me, it just makes it way more confusing since they've already kind of done this with um, Endgame and the, like the time travel. Like, right. Wasn't that supposed to be part of like multiverse stuff? And yeah. so, yeah, it's like a, like they completely changed like how the multiverse specifically works, right? Yeah, and so, like I didn't feel like it really needed to be like expanded or made more complicated yeah. with all these different they, ways. They literally just fucked up what the multiverse is because in the movie he, he's trying to prove to his other self that he's like that he is Doctor Strange, and he does it by saying a very specific thing that happened, which could have just happened in his universe. <laughs> That his brother died in ice and he tried to like that. The whole point of a multiverse is that a billion different yeah, things like, are happening all at once. Yeah, there was the no, there was no, sh- there was no way of knowing that that Doctor Strange's sibling died in the ice. Di- there was no way. How exactly. could he possibly know? Yeah. So that that fucks up what the multiverse. Like that's a pivotal part of what the multiverse means is that there are a bazillion different actions that can be done all at once, and every single one of them creates a different universe. That's what the multiverse is, and they fucked it up in one line. Like, they they just don't like they they have no. I'm like already getting heated now that I'm actually like specifically remembering the details. Yes, of this if film. you think about the movie, yeah. it's not that good. That's the problem is that people don't fucking think when they go to a movie theater, probably because they 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 can't think, and that's why <laughs> they go to Marvel movies and only Marvel movies. I'm sorry if that's you, but if you're listening to this, you're probably listening or watching other movies, but. That's the problem is that they just go and they just consume without thought and it looks pretty like Rise of Skywalker yeah. just looks pretty and then they love it. But think about it more than two seconds. So much of the stuff just falls apart. Well, let me try to no. calm this down a little Never. bit. Uh, so like, yeah, I think that's the I think that is the problem. But I think that also that because this is their movie. Yeah, we have like preconceived notions of how multiverses work in other movies that we've seen or media or whatever, or just like science. Um, but they still have the right to do what they want. Even if it does, even if it is stupid, like it is here. I mean, they have the right to do it. It doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> well, that, and that's no, that's, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying that like, if that's the direction that they chose to go, I get your point. That's yeah. just what that, it is. I mean, I have the right to stab myself in the knee right here. <laughs> well, I hope you don't do that. Don't get blood idea. over this nice couch. Yeah, I like exactly. this is a good napping couch. Yeah. You're just saying that like, as a movie maker, you don't have to go by like you're, they yeah. can they can decide to make their own version their of own a multiverse. Yeah, yeah. I get for me, it's literally just like I get that concept and like how it's different from how uh, like um, everything everywhere all at once is different. But this is in a specific storyline that has already established to some degree how the multiverse kind of works because they were able to do access to the multiverse through science previously mm-hmm. but now it's just like magic and just this kid can do it yeah that's right. and the way the kid does it also the reason i even want to keep going on this is to 
try to stay focused on the girl so we're a little more organized. Sure. <laughs> I didn't understand the concept of her not being able to control her powers. And then when just literally, like, automatically being no, able to. Well, <laughs> that was one thing. But even before that, there were two specific instances where she could clearly somehow control her power. Like, she wasn't even on screen for, like, five minutes, and she was able to stomp on that rock and use part of her power, even though I don't understand how that power has anything to do with... I think with... she just jumped. I didn't... No, there, it had, like, a little thing where... A little spark? Yeah, like, it, mm. it had, like, the little star, gotcha. and it showed her doing it. Like, she intentionally did that, and it was pretty clear that she wouldn't have been able to just do that normally. Hmm. So she okay. had some expectation. And then she broke the glass in that scene where she was in the cage and she broke out. Yeah. That was not accident. That oh, was not yeah. accidental. You can't yeah, tell me she expected to break that with her bare fist just for the hell of it. Yeah, I get she, that she was maybe desperate, but there's, yeah. there's, there's well, a difference between desperate and just stupid. The whole yeah. point was that she was like she couldn't harness or control when she used her power, but it always came out when she was like in a life or death situation. So like an adrenaline rush, like when her well, to, to me that, so, like, that made sense when she was doing the time warps. But she was saying she couldn't control her power. Like, she didn't have any idea how it worked. Mm, and um, those two scenes, like, yeah, she was in danger, but those two scene- situations were drastically different yeah. from when I think, she would. I think yeah, it yeah. breaks the, yeah, I, th- I do think it goes outside the realm of, like, what the movie told us, but it's still, like, within the sphere. It's mm-hmm. on the outer edge, but yeah. it's still, like, there. It's just very loose, and they decided to put it in there to, like for story reasons they needed to get her out and they needed to be tense and like they wanted her to grow as a character so they made her do these things yeah but it does go out it directly contradicts mm-hmm. what they told us about the character right yes the stuff that so speaking of that or not mm-hmm. stuff, stuff that we hate <laughs> i there's one marvel is really good at two things one of the things is paying people a lot of money to play a part and then make it seem like they're doing it because they love the franchise or they're doing it because they love the mm, fans. Yeah. The other thing that they're really good at is giving the fans some satisfaction without actually making it canonical choices. I bet you right now on May, whatever day it is on a Sunday, I bet you $10 John Krasinski is not Reed Richards in the MCU. There's no way. It's I, not happening. I guarantee I'm, you that. And I'm so upset about it. That's it. Yep. It was the... like. I should, that I am willing to admit that I was pretty dumb about that whole thing. I should have known better that he was not going to be there yeah. long term, just because it was this specific movie. But I thought I, that, I upset Sarah after oh, the really? movie ended because of that scene. Because that whole like, world, that whole universe with the Illuminati, dumb as fuck. <laughs> it, was. And it should have been. As they should fuck. have been this like been cool. all controlling. It could like, have been dope. Multi, because yeah. that's what it is in the comics. It's this all-controlling, multiversal organization. And in this, they get taken out by Wanda, of all the people. In five in five minutes. Like, exactly. To and, be fair, though, uh, Mr. Oh. And Mr. Fantastic didn't even stretch. He stretches for like a second. And, like, and he literally like, shows on- up stretching. <laughs> like He stretches when he shows up, and then boom, he's done. Yeah, and that's, right. that's kind of my problem with Scarlet Witch in general, is her powers are wildly inconsistent Mm -hmm. they they decide when they want wanda or scarlet witch to be the most powerful being in the world that can literally just do whatever she wants whenever she wants Mm -hmm. she can seal your mouth shut to make you blow your brains out Mm -hmm. and she can turn your whole entire body she can turn her whole entire body into string cheese and you die yeah but then she can't kill someone that's right in front of her she has to use these like blast things 
Right. Yeah, like, there's what, no like, consistency. There's no consistency yeah. on like what why, makes her struggle. Why? Right. Why would you use these like blast balls that just do a little bit of like scorch on your body when she could just look at you and turn you into string cheese? Mm. Doctor Strange would have been dead in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. But instead, we need some like conflict, and you're too dumb of a fucking director to do something smart, and so you just make her murder everyone in this universe. Wow. Sorry, I I hated that scene. <laughs> yeah. It was my least favorite scene because well, you created something cool. Not great, but cool, and you fucked it up royally, really fast. Yeah, and, and really was, fast. Because well, here's and this is actually this whole scene. I think this is the Marvel thing. <coughs> Sorry, I think that this was Marvel telling the director and saying, "We're gonna, we need it. We need to have the Illuminati in this. We need to have these cameos show up. The cameo stuff that everybody loves. Which, by the way, the order of like biggest applause." Went huge cheers in my theater for Peggy Carter, and then oh, yeah. some che- and then a little bit less for John Krasinski, and then like two people clapped for Professor X. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't. Everyone loves. Everyone Peggy. loves. I was Agent or, or Captain Britain or whatever. I don't yeah. get it. I, I can. It. I can at least say that when I went to see it, it was like what I would consider the appropriate order, where uh, like John Krasinski got the second most, and then once they showed Professor X, like okay, he was the like everybody was excited. Okay. But. The reason, like, I was saying that my I, theater, I, I piss Sarah off so much when I watch these kind of movies because if I have a problem with something, like, I can't get over it, like, immediately. Mm. And she was not happy when I was very upset with how they handled John Krasinski and all those characters. Yeah. Because she was like, oh, why can't you just enjoy it while it's there? <laughs> but it's like, I, wa- I love these people, and I want them here more than five minutes. Yeah. I right. want John, like... I want John Krasinski to just be Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. He like he was perfect for it. He fits the role and, awesomely and they just throw him away like garbage. And that's yeah. why I think that that that's a Marvel thing that happened was because I think they said we're going to have these guys in here but Mr. Director they can't stay. But, they they all have to go. But it doesn't you don't have to kill them. You don't have to kill them. You I agree. Oh, I don't think especially to, those specific they, because, characters because they're in a multiverse. Like they're not coming back to this universe. They right. don't. He they literally he decided or they did. It definitely could be Marvel. I am not washing Marvel's hands because they shit on a lot of their and own. They've products. done this in yeah. the past. Yeah, um, but we've been burned before. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to wash our hands. But like, you didn't have to murder them all, and no, he decided to do it. Yeah, you could have had him like trap them in a different reality so they couldn't get out and like all of the fucking talk that they had towards dr strange on how they're not work- like you can't you can't do that the, this this illuminati this avengers would have got wiped by thanos oh yeah wiped not even a shot shot in the dark they would have got demolished scarlet witch got mopped by thanos yeah and Thanos or Scarlet Witch just walked through all of them. There's no, there's no way they defeat Thanos in the first place. Yeah. So the inconsistencies of every single Look. character is just baffling. Yeah. And that's why I can't say this is a good movie at all because they don't fucking think for anything. They well, never think for that specific one. I'm just doing this out of sense of me trying to remain fair. I can't remain fair. Scar- the Scarlet Witch that was fighting them is a drastically different Scarlet Witch that fought Thanos. Because she has that stupid book. Like, admittedly, admittedly, I did not like the book, but that book is like supposed to be like what makes her Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah. Like, that's what makes her a whole new level compared to what level we saw against Thanos. So it's kind of like, it's hard to say 
that they would get mopped by Thanos just because they got destroyed by Scarlet Witch. There's a very good chance that if she had those powers against Thanos, he would have just been obliterated. He would have been turned into So that specific one. But also, then why wouldn't she have got the book then? She did, I thought she didn't know the... I thought she yeah. didn't know about the book until no, because, WandaVision. Uh, uh, yeah, what's her head? Like she didn't even know Agatha, anything about Agatha her powers. Has the book. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um. Something I did like. I really enjoyed Zombie oh. Strange. That was, I I liked Most it until did. the wink. I did. Yeah, the wink was, was stupid. Yeah. To me, the the dumbest part about it was when he's like being burnt. This is what I was telling you about before the mm-hmm. the podcast about how it gave me like Morbius vibes in terms of the acting. Yeah. Literally, Doctor Strange is just here having a seizure <laughs> from being yeah. burnt. Like, since when does being burnt give you like an electric, like you're being electrocuted? Heck, like, I know. But I, th- I like. I think the reason I liked it was because it was the most comic booky thing. Yeah. I've seen in a Marvel movie in a long time. It with like the the demon things that came out and they were like you know you can't possess a corpse. Like, this is against the rules of nature, and we have to, like, drive, you know, like, that's a very comic book, huh. super, like, this is DC, but very, like, Constantine-type thing. I liked Zombie Doctor. I did not like the Souls of the Damned. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was a little over the top. I feel like, like I feel like they wanted to make the movie horror, and yeah. so they added that to make it horror. I liked it. I just, I didn't really like the way they handled the visuals. Of it, like I thought it was a little too much. Yeah, maybe a little basic. At least when it was showing like Doctor Strange's zombie form fighting them, I thought it was like too messy. Mm. And I yeah, did, I didn't fair. like how like Doctor Strange said that the scientist chick what was her name Christina. Oh, I have Christine, another thing to yeah. say about that later. <laughs> but he said, "Hey, protect me." Yeah, yeah. what is she gonna do? <laughs> from, like first, from her perspective, from what? Yeah. I don't even know what you're really doing specifically. And also, it was, like, purely coincidental that she just happened to stumble across an item that, like, specifically helps her fight. Right, yeah, the little Whatever that things. was. Welcome yeah. to Marvel. Yeah. yeah. That's just movies, though, in general. I, I can't say so. much. I Star Wars does the same shit. Yep. But, but see, when Star Wars does it, we give them a lot of shit for it. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's the level of, like, the, the knife key thing or whatever that oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. that level for me. Well, <laughs> what I was saying is, like, the whole... Uh, they go to the one planet that Luke is on that mm. goes up to the thing yeah. that has his father and the person they're saving is his sister. Like, very coincidental so. in a whole entire universe. Yeah, that but this I, is where it happens. But I, also, like, that's a that's a tight Easton, story. But I was gonna say, force, like, the Force guided them together. It brought mm. them back. But I feel like that's Star Wars interpretation those, of the Force. But I feel like those films get more benefit though because they were also those are the first three films. Of the entire galaxy, they should get a little bit more benefit because they're starting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're no, literally totally, talking about like what was it, the thirty third something yeah, film yeah. in this I, universe? I was just making a little bit of a joke there. I'm sorry, sure. but um, to transition about Christina, Sarah said that it was pretty clear to her. Maybe I'm the only one who completely forgot that Christina even existed. Oh, prior I to did this not film, remember at all? Like, I I Doc- know that she was in the Doctor Strange film. But think about how many films has Doctor Strange been in where it's not even mentioned. Not mentioned once. Not a yeah. single time. Like, even Thor at least said in, like, whatever film it was, like, oh, yeah, this girl, she's busy. Natalie Portman and I don't talk no more. Like, seriously, that's literally what, like, they at least mentioned why she's not here. But with Doctor Strange, 
I had no idea who this woman was when this film started. I was like, I don't. I lose- and then she's like the main issue yeah. for him. That's what that's what made me mad was the inconsistency of we've seen him in all this work before and he never has this hang up about not being with the person he loves. And then now here's the problem, I think, with it is because Dr. Strange is one of my top like five or ten. Oh, I I wait the the person or the movie, the movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, So I was I remembered her and I do. I mean, every time I think of Dr. Strange, she is also who I think of. But the problem is now Dr. Strange, that character has been in like eight of the Marvel movies with only one of them being his solo film where she was involved. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yes, I think that's a, I think it's a totally valid thing to like, and she doesn't act. I didn't think that she looked the same either. I didn't recognize her at all, but also I only saw Dr. Strange like when it came out and I haven't seen. Oh, you know what? She's also in what if that might also, so there's still barely because not to get, I don't know if you guys plan on watching it, but, but, uh, she plays a fairly big part in one, and the best. My personally, I think it's the best one of that series. But she plays a fairly big part in it. Mm. So anytime Doctor Strange is on, and also, I was so hoping for Superior Strange in this, and we didn't get him. I bummed <laughs> me out. Does this movie kind of? Uh, so you've seen What If? Does it kind of shit on the whole entire theory of What If? It's a little. It's a little. I. They should have gone harder because what if is a good multiverse story in terms of like all the different things and how it comes together in the end that be- because of how good that is, not that it's good. I would mean it's fine because of how good that is. This should have been better in terms of the Wait, multiverse. So stuff. is what if is what if a multiverse movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's it is a multiverse series. Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was just like a legitimate what if like. Like non canon. Yeah, it, non-canon. It uh no, it is it, as far as I'm aware, it is canon. Wow. Because that's the idea. Well, that's the whole idea of the multiverse is what if there was a, a thing out there where there was a zombie virus, but then at the end of this, they all do cross. They cut they all come together. In other words, they 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 go back and they fuck up their multiverse even more because the multiverse is where like Different things have happened because people make different choices and different things happen, which is what the multiverse is. Mm-hmm. But then in this movie, every multiverse is practically the same with small changes yeah, right. between each one. So, like, yeah. That- yeah. And this this reminds me of another thing about, like, how it handles the multiverse. And I, I'll admit, I don't know what I would do if I was a director of a film yeah. dealing with multiverse. But I'm... The the way they introduce like the multiverse when they first show up by like by the hot or pizza ball stand whatever, it's always the same crap when it comes to multiverse stuff and everything everywhere all at once is no different because whenever you introduce the multiverse thing, the thing that you just have to do is oh we this weird thing happens because it's the multiverse. Like oh we stop on green and go on red yeah. oh oh, right. oh yeah. it's different oh my god <laughs> the, oh I don't understand anything and nothing makes sense anymore you know the one line that pissed me off more than any other line in the whole movie it's over he haven't seen that part <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was good is that the second it okay is. it's Bruce Campbell <laughs> well who finally gonna... stops hitting himself and he says it's over but he's oh. looking at you oh my god that's so cheesy it's so bad it's so bad. So it's supposed to be a callback to Evil Dead 2, by the way, if nobody knew that. Apparently. So. Um, no, it's when America... Is that her name? America? America. 
Yeah, that's the that's character's so name. That's so fucking weird. I can't pronounce okay. the actress. Because also there is an it actress me, named America. It took me America. almost the whole entire movie to realize they weren't talking about a, the country America when they were saying, look, we need to save America. Well, when and I I'm first like, heard of the character, like before I even saw the movie, like I thought they were talking about like, I don't remember her last name. But it was like the actress from like Ugly Betty, America Ferrera. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's who I, was, I thought. That's they what were I was talking thinking about. too. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't, I don't remember America Ferrera being <laughs> yeah. in this movie. But okay, so the worst line in the movie for me was when America, they go to the different universe. She picks up the pizza balls, and they're like, "How did you pay for that?" And she was like, "Oh, food is free in almost every other universe." Uh, it's actually weird that you have to pay for yours. I don't know. I, th- I actually thought it was pretty funny. No, I didn't I, think it was funny because of who the fuck is saying it. Disney. Oh, wow. Disney oh. is saying it. Oh, the yeah, biggest fucking company in the world that charges out the ass that makes sure that other companies can't play their movies in movie theaters so that they can make the most amount. Of, was my ticket free to Doctor Strange? No, it wasn't. It was not free. Yeah, I had to not. pay for that shit. And they could have made it free. Was my popcorn free? No, they could have paid for it. They didn't. Okay, so you can't fucking preach well, to me about how food is free and sh- food should be free because that's that's what it's saying. It's saying that food should be free because it's a human right and like people need to eat, so food should be free. But I don't see Disney out here getting free shit ever, ever. No, they actually have the most expensive shit in the history of marketing. I don't know if that's true or not, but they they always had the most expensive. Tell me what theme park is the most expensive to go to. It's Disney. Tell me what what cruise is the most expensive to go to. Disney. Tell me what movies are the most expensive. Disney. They always have the most expensive shit, and they're going to preach to me about giving free stuff? That is such a backhanded terrible fucking thing to put in your movie well, the only I thing absolutely you, hated it the only thing i would counter that with I is that. everything that you listed what i said or yeah, okay like just so we're clear i'm not disagreeing like i totally agree that disney's a scumbag company I don't, yeah it's but, it, but it's, everything it's that you line. just listed yeah is like luxury shit like that's not food obviously disney does still charge like 20 dollars for a hot dog at their stupid uh, theme parks park? yeah so obviously like that's true but I don't think it, I don't give them too much shit for saying something that like you know, it's just a political thing. It's just you know yeah if, that's the point. If any other if any other movie or director was saying that, I don't think you'd have as big of an issue. With and that's it. that's the thing. I don't I don't necessarily hate the I I hate who is delivering the line. It's Disney that's doing it, and Disney has had how many allegations of underpaying and having terrible mm. employee work, and like they they are. Like trying to make themselves lifted up as this great, progressive, liberal, free, great company, but they're shit. And they, and like, but they put out these movies that everyone loves and it makes them feel like they're progressive, but all they care about is getting money in their pockets. That's why they don't do risks for their movies because they don't want to risk their cash. They can mm-hmm. put out mediocrity and make a billion dollars in a week. Why would you risk it? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so it's it yeah, it's 100% if it was an indie uh if it was multiverse or not multiverse madness. If it, if it was everything if it was like, everything yeah. yeah, pick everything everywhere all at once if they had that line like I would have not liked it like I I would not have disliked it because of what it, who it was coming from. So I guess so. we just need to clarify that it's not really necessarily the line, it's just the fact that it's Disney that's saying. Yeah, I don't like Disney preaching to me about how our society should be when they're like the main contributor of why 
prices. Everything fucking and, sucks. Yeah, yeah. They are a reason, not the sole reason. I'm not saying that, but they are a trillion dollar company that just wants to make more money. And there's only a limited amount of money in the world. So if they're taking all this fucking money, that means other people don't have it. So yeah, I don't like that coming from Disney at all. Especially it's especially because it's supposed to be pandering to these people. And make them, it just makes them love Disney even more, even though they're not practicing anything that they preach. They, Disney, you want to talk about, sorry, I won't go too political, but you no, want to talk about going. somebody being I'm able ready. to end world hunger? Disney <laughs> could do it pretty yeah. fucking easy, okay? And nobody goes after them because they make Marvel movies and they don't want them to stop, but they've got so much fucking, you do not understand how fucking money Disney has. Yeah. So it's just hypocritical, mm-hmm. is my problem. It's just so, really hypocritical. So to, to kind of try to balance no, no, that. No, we can, we can um, go off of it. I was just like, I have already have seen yeah. a lot of things I don't like. That was the worst thing in the movie by far, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But uh, one of the, like, it might be my favorite part of the movie, and it kind of surprised me. Like, I didn't see it coming with, and it's a super, like, small, not that significant part. But that chase scene where Wanda is chasing them through that tunnel. Yeah. One, yeah. those doors are stupid. Yeah. Made no, it made no sense why that last door had any issues with her. Right. But no, she didn't have you, issues. She just didn't want to blow right through yeah, it to like, confuse him. She could have just sense. she could have just blown it up. They were just standing yeah. there. Also, but anyways, yeah, no, don't. I'm trying to make this know, a positive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. The actual like camera work and all the stuff like that scene of her chasing them that was like the closest thing to horror that movie ever got, and it was wild to me like how. Like they made her look like a monster yeah, for when real. she was going down that tunnel compared to all the other stuff, anyways. Yeah. yeah. And like it doesn't counterbalance all the other bad stuff that I didn't like. But that specific thing, like, I, it's like, okay, yeah, that is a really good job. Like the whole thing just yeah. came together for that specific spot. Yeah, man. That in the, I, all the camera tilts we had where the camera was askew, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Oh, when she snaps Professor Xavier's neck. She looks real demonic yeah. in that. That was I, I enjoyed that. Um, but I also hated that scene because <laughs> Professor Xavier should have been able to just go, just leave the brain, just leave. Yeah, right. Like last time I checked, that is kind of like just how his power works: is he sure. can just come and go in people's minds. Yeah. Except like you know, you can't enter at just anybody's mind. But right once he's there, he can leave. Yeah, I the. I do say there is a cameo in this that I did enjoy. Um, so there's the Iron Legion suits in this from Iron Man 2 or 3. Or, or Adventures Age of Ultron. But they're Ultron bots. Yeah, I, I noticed I, that and I thought it was very strange that they didn't bring them up. Yeah, but I, I guess it also made more sense because like, to them it's just normal. Yeah, and I, I thought that was... Like, that's how you do that kind of stuff. I, well, you, you show us... A, not like have the stupid lights be red or green... But, like, have a universe where Ultron worked and where yeah. he, it's, like, you know, a thing. I, I like that. Yeah. However, um, the only reason why they did that was because they didn't want her to have blood everywhere. Right. So, instead, yeah. it was machine oil. oil yeah. yeah. Which was, that's so fucking pussy shit well, see, like, that To me, that didn't even make much sense because they literally cut Agent Carter in half and yeah. they showed blood on the shield. Right. And also, th- that is the stuff that I was talking about that, like, alarmed me was when they had a dude's skull explode yeah i don't care if his mask caught the debris that was horrific yeah 
Like I don't, I can't imagine watching that as like a six year old who's just a fan of Marvel. Movies. I was actually. It is PG thirteen though, so like you shouldn't be six watching it, dude. Come on, <laughs> just saying. I was, I was thinking the 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 effects of the of the de- the souls of the damned or whatever. What that was disturbing to me. Yeah. When, when, looking in like his eyes and seeing them, and then the coming out. And but. also, like, aren't pretty much every Marvel movie PG thirteen? Isn't it like so. pretty much all yeah. of them? Yeah. Like, granted, like, most of them are for, like, a curse word yeah, that they throw in. Yeah, language, yeah. But, like, th- that's the thing is almost every other Marvel movie in this universe is literally just some bad language and maybe some naughty jokes or something here. Yeah. That was just gore. I that think, was covered up gore. I think most of them are PG-13 just because of action. If you have any, like, actual action, it's mm. supposed to be PG-13. And you can't have real action. Ac- intense action sequences. Yeah. yeah. You, you get out of PG just from that. And so they throw in some curse words because they're already PG-13. Yeah, I might as well. But uh, that just goes back F-bomb. to my point that they need to, like, rework this system. Maybe. If that qualify, like, if that's on the same level as Iron Man or Captain America or whatever, uh-uh. Or actually, I think Thor is a better example. Yeah. Considering the other two are have terrorist groups and Nazis, <laughs> right? Jeez. Yeah, I have. Uh, I thought I I had three things I was going to say that I didn't like about it, and then I was going to do one thing that I did like about it mm-hmm. before I Oops. stopped. But I said one of them with the hor- the U- Ultron stuff. Yeah, I hate that. Like that was the horror aspect that she had oil all over oil, herself yeah. instead of blood. I thought that was a really stupid cop out. Um, I can't remember the other one, but the last one was the sense of urgency in this movie was atrocious it was like all out of whack yeah he walked like like the scene that we were just talking about where wanda was chasing them Mm. they shut the door and they just stand there and stare at the door like what are you you waiting for what are you waiting for and then then they finally get to the book and he slowly walks up to the book slowly grabs it yeah slowly opens it and what do you know the second he opens it before he gets a chance to read it wanda's there and demolishes the book well, I mean, you may have actually got to read a couple pages if you didn't fucking take two minutes yeah. to get to it. Like, it just, it, you, like, you have to be at least kind of realistic when you're making a movie. You, yeah. you can't have this, like, you can't create a scenario where all of your characters are, like, have to be thinking fast, being fast, and, like, you can't create a scenario that you're supposed to be. Um, have a sense of urgency and then your characters decide to not have a sense of urgency it's a contradiction of character and plot and it's t- totally took me out of it I was ex- like the second they stopped and stared at the door for 30 seconds I lost and, it and and speaking of like that like that weird lock on the door to the book yeah, I feel like maybe I, watch. I feel like I had to have missed something during the film that would have explained this away but wasn't that door made by Doctor Strange? Yeah. Yeah. And wasn't the Doctor Strange who made that door the one who was so fucked up in the head that they had to kill him? Yeah. And they trusted him to lock the book away <laughs> so that only he could access the book? I think he's the only one that can like use the book because he's a sorcerer. The other ones couldn't use the book. But they were perfectly fine... But with that just being the situation, it's also a problem I have with kind of the whole entire good book, bad book. Like it's a good book, mm-hmm. so we can't do bad with it because it's a strictly good book. Mm-hmm. The other book is a strictly bad book, so it's kind of like this basic like because kindergarten it, level which of like suck. stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. it was a very kindergarten level yeah. of like good versus bad. There's a 
ultra good book. There's an ultra bad book. You shouldn't read the oh. ultra bad book. And if somebody reads the ultra bad book, go get the ultra good book. Like it's just oh, that this stupid. Like this reminds me. This might actually be my favorite scene because I I actually laughed out loud in the theater when they said it, it was like this isn't sorcery. This is witchcraft. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! They actually went there and said that sorcery is not just witchcraft. That's like the gall. Like I'm sure that if you really was like, oh yeah, sorcery, like you move your hands this way in witchcraft, you stab a frog or something. That's <laughs> what makes it different. Come on, yeah. there's no reason to make it different. It's also witchcraft. I hate everything about the witchcraft in this thing. Everything about Scarlet Witch, I basically hate. And we haven't even really gotten to that specifically. How I despise what they did with Scarlet Witch's okay. character. Well, I think we can probably talk about that and then and then wrap it up. So I was going to say the one thing I liked. I did like the mother, like Scarlet Witch mom scenes. Like of her wanting to be a mom. And like her drive to do that, yeah. Except I'm okay she's with the like concept. Murdering of it. No, no. hundreds of people, and then like, but I'm a good person. I'm no, no. I didn't say I loved all of it. I'm saying the scenes that we got were like she was trying to like, like she just wanted to be with her kids, and she got to her kids, and she had some like loving, touching moments, and like I understood that, and I liked that part of it. I think it went like way too far to an extreme, of course. But like, honestly, I thought all the scenes of her being like. Are you wait, so? Are you talking about specifically the scenes where it's her struggle of trying to become a mother, or the scenes where she's like a mother in like her dreams and stuff? Where she took over, like she dream walks and she's a mom, and then like uh, where Star opens up that gate. Oh, okay, and like she's okay. like yeah, she's realizing like what it like that she can't just fake being a mm-hmm. like somewhat like because that's not their mom like that kind of stuff because i i do like wandavision and i i like that struggle of like you know that there was a better life for you and it didn't happen for you and you want to create that reality and she has the power to do it so i like that to a point and i think wandavision Mm -hmm. was kind of the point where i liked it and they went Mm -hmm. to another extreme past that and that's kind of what what i turned into a murderous rampage Mm -hmm. person and that like yes off of the show she basically like when the show ended it was basically i'm not like i would never hurt someone like i didn't want this i didn't mean to like or it's not, like yeah. she says i don't want this one during the movie but like she didn't intend to do all this harm in wandavision but um also just specifically about the the mother scenes i thought the scenes of her actually like with the kids cringiest shit ever oh. like are you <laughs> kidding me that was the dumbest crap i've ever seen in a marvel movie and that's saying a lot in terms of like just oh my god it was excusable when they did that shit in wandavision because that was like the point of it it's supposed to be like a old sitcom and cheesy stuff but it's because i liked wandavision to some extent that it made no sense to me that she would go completely off the deep end from that to this movie and a lot of people are saying like oh it's the book that corrupted her and all that kind of stuff yeah it's, which that's fine i think that's fair it's fine if the book corrupted her but show me that yeah. It's one of those things where it's like you're well, telling me instead of showing me. Oh boy, the trees. <laughs> it's like honestly and that's the thing it's like they just the trees make it worse mm. because that's them ripping the curtain away. It's like, "Oh yeah, she sucks now. She she had no idea what she was doing." And again, like I'm fine if she got was in over her head and was corrupted. But there had to have been some way that they could have introduced it. Or if anything, maybe have her be corrupted throughout the movie. 
in a way that's like just flows more nice. Like maybe she starts off like kind of okay, yeah. and then she gets so worse and worse. It's kind of like they did the opposite of that. They they you start her off corrupt and like you don't know why. Like you see the book, like but boom, she's corrupt. And instead of like showing you how you got there, you just see how she gets off of being corrupt. Because by the end of the movie, she's back to being a good person. Mm-hmm. So like and like. Instead of seeing the rise and fall of her corruption, you just see like her corrupt, and then like they like show you the other side of it of her like being oh. the good person again. I could go on for like easily another like two hours about the things that I did not like about Scarlet Witch, but <laughs> the, one of the things that I would probably end with is, and this is something that uh, it's with like a lot of movies, and it's not even just Marvel movies. I hate this trope where the main villain who has like this tragic backstory where it's like, Oh, you can kind of see like where they're going, even if they take it too far to the extreme. And then they get to the end of the movie. The villain finds out that they're wrong and that they've been the bad guy and it's not justified. And as soon as they learn their lesson, they die. Mm. And to me, like even if they do something good when they die, it doesn't really like save their character for me. Because then they die. They don't get to develop past that revelation. Yeah. Because like when Wanda realizes, oh yeah, this was the dumbest fucking plan ever. This was never going to work. And I was had the mentality of a five year old. I'm just going to kill myself now. Thanks. I'm just going to commit suicide. And she could have destroyed that structure without dying. Yeah. There was no like there was no yeah. need for her to die in that. I get that she was you know in sorrow and uh, like from no- realizing that she'll never have those kids. But again, it's just it's a trope. They didn't have to do it that way. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, it's just I was very I it it I tricked myself into thinking it'll be different with every <laughs> movie I watch. Last thoughts? I don't know if I have any last thoughts or like Wanda the Scarlet Witch stuff. Just in general, I mean, just oh, last just, thoughts. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I I just we're talking about all this stuff that like I didn't like, and I I like you were talking about Scarlet Witch just and I'm like. Oh yeah, that's when Zombie Strange is on the ground. Like <laughs> the stuff I liked about this movie, I very much liked, and like that's when I, I think I'm, I am viewing this a little bit with rose-colored glasses. I think a little bit because the stuff I liked, I really liked, and so that's just what it is, I guess. Sure. Yeah. And I think I'm just heated right now. Like <laughs> when if I really like calmed down and went and saw it again, like it's still okay. Like yeah. it's still not the like. The good stuff that I found entertaining still counterbalances some of the bad stuff enough. Yeah. There were things that I liked about the movie, and I enjoyed watching it. It was just, there was also a lot of stuff that just really irked me. From a critical perspective, it just falls apart. Mm -hmm. But from an entertainment perspective, it's okay. Yeah. All movies can be both. Yeah. And all Marvel movies are going to be excel at entertainment. Yeah. That's their sole purpose. They had a couple good ones early on. Winter Soldier is a good espionage movie. Iron Man's a good, kind of solid comic mm. book movie. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we're going to about wrap it up. Cool. Yep. Okay. We're not going to do a full ranking of all of our. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> but you can tell me your top five if oh. you want. Okay. Uh, and maybe you can tell you tell me your least favorite. Okay. Uh, and then you can tell me what you uh, what you rank, uh, or not what you rank, but like your sure. rating for this this movie. Mine is. Uh, because I've kind of been thinking of it as we go. Mine is, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, oh, did you pull it up for me? What do I got there? Uh, Infinity War? Yeah, so it'd, it'd be Infinity War, Endgame, Shang-Chi. I think 
Multiverse of Madness will probably knock Ragnarok out of that spot and then have Doctor Strange be after that. I think that's what my top five would be. What do we got at the bottom there? Uh, Thor 2, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, and Iron Man 3. Yeah, that, that tracks. That's about right. Yeah. I give, I give Multiverse a three. Do you need to see a list to do it? Uh, if it's just top five, I'd say top five is probably Endgame, Infinity War, then No Way Home, whatever. I get it. Uh, which other ones? My list is so fucking different than y'all's. <laughs> hmm. That's three. I guess Shang-Chi and then Black Panther. Okay. Actually, I had switched Black Panther with Shang-Chi. Okay. I just... I love the vibe of Black Panther so much. The music like, in that is yeah, so, it's so good. good. Kendrick Lamar, baby. Yeah. And then bottom? Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes. Because at least with the Thor and Iron Man, it's Thor and Iron Man, so I can just like ignore everything else. Right. It's like, it's Robert Downey Jr., man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, um, I think... Infinity War, maybe I don't know. I toss up between Endgame and Infinity War. Uh, Honestly, actually, I would like merge them together into like one thing. Actually, never mind. That's not even my number one. What am I talking about? I'm just looking at your list. My number one is Civil War. It always has been. Um, number two uh, is probably uh, the original Avengers, hmm? and then probably uh, Winter Soldier, and then Infinity War, or whatever, and then the original Iron Man. So, so really, nothing in the Current. Also, I completely forgot about Civil War. I'd probably put that instead of Infinity War. Um, I I like it. The problem I have with Infinity Wars, it's a great fucking movie. However, if you've seen the previous twenty five, <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, but uh, the ending has no weight at all. Like it tries so hard to be emotional and have weight, but it watching it in theaters, I was like, I know this isn't sticking. I like to pretend that it just ends there, and that's why I that's why I like watching. But the, I can't do that because it's that's not. Okay. It's not. That's not real. Like I, I knew watching it back in 2017 or whenever it came out, I was like, "Oh, cool." None how, of this is. How sticking. are they going to get it back? Yeah, like they're going to overchange this because they just introduced Spider Man. Yeah. Like if they didn't kill, and then you get rid of him. If yeah. they if they didn't kill Tom Holland, I might have believed you. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. But the fact that they killed Tom. Uh, Tom Holland, yeah. Spider-Man, just so they could get their heartfelt moment between Tony Stark and, and Spider-Man, like and I, that's I, where you fucked yourself, right there. That that because I couldn't it, believe it. I yeah. knew I knew that wasn't sticking. And I'm pretty sure, like it was either just before or just after Infinity War came out, they had confirmed that a Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and all the uh, like a Spider-Man trilogy and all the yeah. dust and stuff. All the people that turned to dust, it like lined up with whose contracts were ending and like who had movies on the way and stuff like that. Because yeah. Doctor Strange got dusted too, but Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was supposed to be on happening. Yeah. So. so like I just knew it wasn't sticking. So like it lost all of its weight in and my I, opinion. I don't understand. As dope as it was, like it had emotional weight to it that wasn't actually there, and yeah. so that's why it's not as high up as most people say. It's the greatest Marvel movie of all time. Like, I think I the original yeah. Avengers had more fucking weight to it than. Yeah. I don't understand how there were people and I, I this is still off the topic. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't understand how there were people that at the end of Infinity War literally thought that was it. Yeah. And were like, where is it going to go from here? Yeah. yeah I, can't like, even comp- I can't even imagine. Yeah. Right. That thought process. Well, it's like you said, though, there's people that go to just Marvel movies and that's all they go to. 
And so for them, that would have been like the end. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. But Which would have been a dope end, but no. Like I said they many had, times. They had to make end game. Disney's a bunch of pussies, so they wouldn't have <laughs> they wouldn't have ended it there. So ratings on multiverses madness. Three. Um three or five. That is not where I thought that was going after all the praise. I'd say more. I, I have to bring it down to like a two point five. I, I I got found too many flaws to keep it at just three. You guys brought my ranking down also. So okay, I was about to say I was like you really came out at like hot like I, after the movie theater. He yeah. was texting us saying this was awesome. I love it. Like I know I believe I said I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, yeah, but I think this is. About a three because maybe two and a half, but yeah, it's right there. It's not. It's mid. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> Marvel only makes mid movies. They only make mediocre. They will not do anything outside of that, and it'll never change unless Disney starts to crumble and they decide that they have to try something. Like Take until the, until they are financially have to make a risk, they won't. So they will continue to make average movies until they die. So. But it's fine. It's still entertaining. I'm not going to say that it's not entertaining. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we will be back next week with some random movie. I'm not sure. I uh, haven't looked at the docket, but I know there are some great movies coming out. Um, Men is coming out in a couple weeks, and so is Top Gun Maverick in three weeks, I think. Whatever, two, three weeks, whatever. Um, it's just next week that I don't know what's coming out. But uh, stay tuned for whatever's coming out. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys love this movie, I'm sorry we shat on it so much, but uh, I hope you guys liked at least listening to our different perspectives um, of someone that really disliked Marvel and stuff, that somebody found out some issues, and somebody that liked it but understood the issues. Um And yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week. See you guys. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Man, you are one pathetic loser. (laughs) No offense. No, none taken.